Okay, today we have Chief Warrant Officer 4, Mike Looper, the Human Resources System Chief for the South Carolina National Guard, and he's here to talk with us about uh, a, a new system coming out for us, IPSE. IPSE. Now, I guess starting off, what does IPSE even stand for? So, you know, like many of the Army's acronyms, I could make something really funny up, but it's Integrated Personnel and Pay Systems Army. Um, so uh, as you guys ask the questions, we can get into it. But to give you an idea, you know, the Army has had, uh, in the span of probably the last 20 years, over 200 different HR systems. And if you think of uh, how many people are in the Army, the Army Reserves, and National Guard, that's close to a million people. So each one of those people has a, a string of data and a, you know, a suitcase full of documents at any given point. Um, IPSA is going to fix all that. Uh, there's uh, the integration of systems. Um, it'll be one place to go and pull reports, update a person's personnel record, things of that nature. But um, So, yeah, let's get after it. So when should South Carolina be expecting to see this? So in the fall of the year, uh, as the leaves fall off, <laughs> and we hope there'll be new growth uh, in the spring, uh, we're looking in the, uh, in, in the month of November uh, at going live. That's perfect because that's when I take time off. You too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's nothing to be afraid of. I mean, this is something beneficial for uh, the force and the military as as a whole. Um, so obviously, you, you kind of touched on it. You know, this was the purpose to integrate the different systems. But why? I guess why do the systems need to be integrated? You know, why, why was that process broken? How is this improving it? Uh, yeah, great question too. Uh, <laughs> Five years ago, even a year, even now, if you go and you and you say, "Hey, Chief, can you tell me how many people are in the South Carolina Army National Guard?" I can give you an estimate on any given day. But when you look at gains and discharges, um, how many people are on active duty, how many people are not, that number uh, is, is constantly in flux. So you know, we have an in, in strength of some nine thousand three hundred or so people. That's where we have to be at the end of the year. Um, but we hover in and around that area by, I'd say. Oddly enough, plus or minus five. Uh, <laughs> we're we're, uh, we're in that area, and uh, so so to answer your question, what's the need to integrate? Um, it, it takes an enormous amount of manpower. You would think that with all these systems, that you could just go in and click some buttons, you know, pull a report, and you'd have what you need. But because of the the uh, the nature of the systems, each one having to talk to the other, and those systems having to update on some cyclical basis. Um, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the background with programming. If, if the new program that comes in doesn't mesh, so to speak, with the old one, then uh, there's some programming that has to go on in the background. Um, the Army uses a term I like to, uh, to use a lot. Uh, the Army always says, like when the evaluation entry system came online, they said, it'll be seamless, Chief, don't worry about it. Of course, it's <laughs> no worries. No worries at all. Yeah. Um, but no, I do think it, 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 IPSA is going to do great things for us in uh, a soldier being able to update and access their own record. One of the things that we've had trouble with in the past is, um, you know, annual records reviews at the mm -hmm. unit level. And we know that with the, uh, the South Carolina Army National Guard being um, – very busy with mobilizations and training and, and things of that nature. There just isn't a lot of time for a commander to say, okay, 
uh, S1 section, I'm going to give you, you know, half a day. Well, that, that, that just doesn't happen. You might get, you know, an hour a day, and that hour might be lunch um, to, to do records reviews. Uh, so with IPSA, um, the soldier will be able to download an app on their Android or uh, Apple device, and they'll be able to review their record, the data side, and to some degree some documents. But so that's where it begins. You looking at the you know the date you came into the military, uh, what you think maybe your date of rank is, um, your marital status if you're single, married, divorced, what have you, uh, updating addresses. There'll be a few things that the soldier will be able to initiate at their level, which I think is a good thing. Now again, there's going to be some some hierarchical workflow. It'll go from the soldier to his company, you know, on up the chain until it gets to uh, either state or brigade, and they'll action it at the appropriate level. Um, but that's why it's it's uh, ultimately to make sure that the soldier uh, has access to his own data. Uh, he can update it in a timely manner, and then for the army as a whole to know um, exactly how many people we have and um, what those people can do. Uh, IPSA promises to bring a talent management piece to it that we haven't had in a long time, and that is, uh, you know, David Erskine. Uh, may have this special thing that he does. He may have a degree in something that the Army has no idea about, yet the Army might need it. So, uh, and, and quite often you see that with the National Guard when you deploy, it might be a, a, you know, a non-specific mission or a very general type of mission. And the Guard seems to always shine in those uh, instances where you might have a guy who is a computer guy, but he's also a, you know, a heavy diesel mechanic on the side. Um, well, the Army doesn't necessarily know that, it, what you do on the civilian side. Um, and we have found uh, time and again how the, uh, the Guard specifically is very successful in mobilizations and deployments because of the, uh, the, the amount of uh, talent that any given soldier has when they're deployed. Well, this actually sounds like this can make things a lot more efficient, uh, both on the soldier side as well as for HR professionals, right? Oh, absolutely. If you if you think about it now, uh, functionally we use currently SIDPERS, uh, we use RCAS, uh, and those are your two big muscle movement systems that if you're at the unit level, you're either in one of those two, maybe add IPERMS um, to make it three, but when you pair that down to one system where I'm doing transactional type things each and every day in one system versus having to go into one system and do some stuff and then make sure that it happened in the other. Um, that takes time, and sometimes the systems don't always update the way that we we think that they do. You know, oftentimes, I think we've gotten into uh, the habit of I clicked the button the last thousand times and it worked, but it's always that the, the thousand and first time, and, and that's the time everything breaks, and you know, a person doesn't have the benefit that they, they didn't get their bonus, they don't have Tricare, uh, they can't get an ID card, uh, what have you. Uh, yeah, it, efficiency is something that we're looking forward to mm-hmm. in that. Uh, right now, if you've ever worked in the personnel uh, field, you you never seem to have enough time in the day to do all of the things that you should be doing for every soldier. I mean, we're here to take care of soldiers, their documents, uh, their families' documents, and then the data that relates to those um, as they... I like to use the, uh, the analogy of, of a sort of a cradle point to retirement. You know, you enlist or appoint in the military, and there's this arc that uh, you travel on until the point that you retire. And along the way, there's, there's transactional stuff happening. You're getting in, you're getting out, you're getting promoted, you're changing jobs, uh, going to different places. Um, so if you add all that times, how many people that we have in the South Carolina Guard, some 9,000 plus people, that's a lot of data. 
I, I, the way I try to explain to people, to, to get them to understand how complicated what, not necessarily that we're doing, but on the programming side, if you can imagine a box, a uh, rectangular box, cardboard, because uh, cardboard's fun, um, <laughs> and you stand all of the paper up on end, and on the front and back of each piece of paper it's got ones and zeros, and, and below this box is magical box. It's got Ipse and gold written on it. Well, if, I'm, if I take that box and I, I just decide one day, one day in November, <laughs> uh, to dump that 9,000 piece of paper box upside down magically each one of the pieces of paper are going to fall in the right place in the magic Ipse box down below it um, and every one is going to line up with the appropriate one in the other box every zero will line up that's ultimately what we're trying to do mm-hmm. um, so a piece of cake no worries seamless <laughs> well and you're saying about the 9,000 so this is something not that just affects full-time people, but M-Day as well, and they're going to have access to this as well, right, on the soldier level? Absolutely. Uh, as I was stating earlier, and, and we hope that people will take the opportunity to go out on uh, the social media that you guys have been putting out um, and on YouTube, I do believe, is probably one of the ones where they, it's, there's just a lot of Ipse, little short, like one, A lot of how-tos, yep, on Ipse specifically. Mm-hmm. And they can download that on their iPhone or their Android. And uh, from what I understand, it's, it's not a CAC login. It's a username, password. Um, so that should be fun. Now, um, you mentioned YouTube, social media, and stuff like that. But is there going to be any type of, like, official training for soldiers to learn this system? And what's going to be involved in that? So not for the individual soldier, unless you're in a functional role for IPSE. So it, it dealing specifically with personnel and pay, by and large, it'll be folks who work in the personnel and or pay arena who will receive um, distance learning training and then follow on uh, instructor-facilitated training. Um, but for the user, um, they can go out to YouTube. Uh, I even think they have something on Facebook that uh, will educate them on how to download the app and then what they can do on the app. Like I said, they, you know, the days of um, doing a 4187 for every little thing that you wanted to do, you know, that's a personal action uh, request. Um, essentially, they'll be able to do that uh, in the app. Let's say, uh, and I'm, this is a very broad example, uh, and I'm not saying that if you're a user that you're going to be able to do this because there's going to be some workflow, but mm-hmm. you could probably initiate something as simple as maybe you wanted to do... Uh, an intrastate transfer. Let's say you wanted to go from one unit to the next. That would be a request, of course, with approval that you could start at your own level. Um, maybe you want to extend or you want to re-enlist. Uh, maybe there's a different MOS that you're, you're wanting to go or some additional schooling. There are going to be those types of things that are going to be unit-specific and then more paragraph and line-specific uh, to your job that you'll be able to uh, request opportunities for. I'm going to still keep talking. <laughs> no, no. You're just kind of on a roll there. This is, this we don't want to interrupt. Yeah, it's like, it's like no, you, you got to go in here. We just, we just got to sit back and let you tell the story on this thing. Um, so, obviously, this is obviously going to be a, a transition. So, at state level, what's, what's the state doing to, to kind of prepare for this thing? Um, it's all you. So... <laughs> Uh, so that box of 9,000 pieces of paper? Yeah. Um, right now, um, let me see the best way to put it in that analogy. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can imagine, we'll just use the same same uh, analogy of the paper and the ones and zeros. Right now, 
I'm trying to pin and ink ones and zeros. <laughs> Yet some folks along the way have a magic eraser. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, every time I pull a, um, a data quality error report, uh, I pin and inked yesterday what I knew was fixed, <laughs> only today to find out somebody went out with their magic eraser. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're, take, we're taking some, some actions to coordinate uh, efforts between us and uh, the functional mm -hmm. folks at the unit level um, to kind of bring us all into one accord. Uh, like I said, in November, uh, it's, it's the no kidding uh, go live date. So there's a lot of uh, tasks, cut over tasks, that have to be completed on yeah, the DPI side where there's a lot of programming that has to take place and then uh, functionally there are some transactional things that have to happen in, in systems to ensure that on any given day that I have like either of you, you, you have the right name, uh, you have the right marital status, you're in the right unit, uh, data rank, all that kind of thing. So that's that's pretty much what we're doing. Uh, one thing I would add that's, that uh, I noticed um, a conference I went back a few months ago, the language in IPSA is, is not our typical Army speak. Um, so if, if I look at your data in IPSA today, um, I'm not going to really know what I'm looking at. I'll see some dates, and I'll go, yep, that, that looks like a date. <laughs> um, I'll see your name, and I'll, I'll say, yeah, that looks like a name. Um, but things like MOS and branch and rank uh, and ETS date and mandatory removal date, all those, those words change to different words. So if you're an HR person, and you're looking, and we do have a, I guess you could say, a crosswalk between the two, um, you know, terms, sets of terms. It it looks different. So from uh, the, the the HR pro, I think is what they call the the baseline administrative um, person who's going to be working at unit level. Uh, that person, if if you don't understand how <clears throat> the uh, how HR functions work today, uh, it the, the learning curve is pretty steep because the terminology is so different. Um, now, in the system, I will say this. The system is very easy to navigate. It's, it's tile-driven. Like, if you were on your, your banking application or, or any up-to-date uh, application where you're uh, – take Amazon, for example. You click on something, and it automatically populates certain information. So, Ipsay is that uh, same way, tile-driven. You want to, you know, uh, do a request of something. You just click this big square on your phone, and it takes you into your data and lets you know what you can do. So – from that aspect, I think it's nice. It's just for every system we do one or two clicks in today, it's about five or six clicks in an IPSA. So you were saying about how November. So me as Captain Donnelly, who I am not an HR professional, I'm not a commander, I'm not any of those other roles. I am just a user-level soldier. Come November, December time frame, what should I be looking for? Should there be anything that I should be checking on to make sure everything's okay, you know, just to make sure all those pieces of paper fell into that box? Well, just to remind you, it is magic. Uh, <laughs> I want you to remember that. Um, you ask any HR professional how you get promoted, and it's, it's just it's magical, to be honest. Um, if I were, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, and maybe you do what I'm going to do. I'm going to pull down... Uh, an ORB uh, and or if I were enlisted I'd pull down my ERB um, because while we, we're going to do everything that we can at state level and the units are going to do the same to ensure that your, your data is correct um, sometimes there are just these anomalies that we can't explain and if we don't have a frame of reference i.e. your ERB or maybe your ORB um, we can get back to where we need to be but you're talking about depending on how long you've been in mm -hmm. 
rebuilding your record uh, respective to data through iperms and, and whatever your maybe your I Love Me book says, which uh, is is not easy to do. Even in the systems we have today, uh, it is it's not easy. Um, but if you talk to the states, um, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, Pennsylvania, some of those those who are have, the ones who have it already, right? Who have gone live. Um, so there's a lot of discovery learning, and I will tell you, that's a, it's an odd place to be in the Army. You expect them to hand you a book that says, hey, this is how to do it. Right. Um, IPSA is one of those things. We were informed that this is what we were going to do, and we were told when it was going to happen and that we should begin to prepare. Well, I, I'm just glad we weren't the first state uh, that had to start this discovery learning because the, you know, to, to migrate you know, thousands of people's data from multiple systems down into one um, is tough. So they had to go in and figure out, you know, well, if you do that, it won't migrate. If you do this, it will migrate into the eaches. So some HR folks at each one of those states, we have learned and we continue to learn every day. And then the programmers go in and go, yeah, I think we can tweak and make that work a little easier for you. So you're not, you know, having an 18 hour day trying mm -hmm. to go line by line. Um, so we hope to continue to learn. And uh, by November, November time frame, uh, hopefully make things a little easier for, for our HR folks. We'll see. <laughs> Perfect. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> well, is there anything else that you would like to add about IPSA or anything message-wise that you would like to put out to the state? Yeah, what I would say about IPSA is this. Uh, anytime there is a, a big change in uh, the Army, and this is one of the biggest on the personnel side. Uh, there are going to be implications that affect uh, how and when you get in the military, uh, how and when you get out of the military, uh, how you progress in the military. If you are getting in or out or there's anything transactional that's going on in and around that time frame, just give us some time and we'll work it out. But don't be afraid of it. IPSA is a solid system. It's working in the other states. Um, but just keep in mind that there aren't any to date subject matter experts in IPSA because no one has no one's done it long enough so mm -hmm. we're all uh, one team we're learning together and we'll get where we need to be uh, some of the things we talked about that you could do to prepare yourself just so that you individually uh, can go back to your HR professional at unit level and say hey I'm not in the right unit I'm supposed to be in this other unit <laughs> like it says on my piece of paper here can you help me out um, I would encourage folks to do that, but don't don't worry about it. We'll get to where we need to be. You'll get paid on time. You'll be in the right unit. You'll still be able to get promoted and reassigned and go to schools and all that sort of thing in the military. Hopefully, for the HR professional, though, it'll be a lot easier in that we got one place to go uh, get our data and our documents and do our transactions versus two or three. So we hope that'll be easier. Wonderful. Well, we appreciate you coming by and sharing this information. You're not done? I'm kidding. Oh. He's not done. <laughs> but no, he's kidding. Well, we appreciate you coming by and sharing this information. Hopefully, maybe after stuff starts rolling out and happening mm -hmm. and we get a little bit more into it, we can bring you back on and kind of check in where, where everything. See if you survive November. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll just tell you, and this should go on, on the podcast, I'm one bad day away from retirement. Just so <laughs> Uh, well, that will yeah. it won't be today. Yeah, right, yeah, it won't today. be today. Not today. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what do we say to the God of retirement? Not today. Not today. Not today. <laughs> so, we appreciate it. So. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Mm -hmm.